All right, so we'll take a deep breath. How about a couple deep breaths? Hmm. Good, and we'll start with a word of prayer. So grateful to be joining together for this holy and healing and loving purpose. So grateful to be the one or more that are gathered for the purpose of remembering and holding the truth for ourselves and for our whole community and beyond. And so today, as we come together, we offer up any blocks to love, any blocks to knowing and experiencing the fullness of our truth right now. And as we join together, we are declaring our perfection, our wholeness, our oneness with the infinite source of life. So grateful to be at this point in our journey moving away from all forms of suffering, embracing all forms of loving, all things, all choices that help us to feel peaceful. And we are interested to share the benefits of this connection of our own learning and healing with everyone we meet, all in our circles. And we share that with all beings. And so it is. Amen. Okay, great. So welcome, everybody. I will unmute you. My name is Angela. I haven't been here in a while, so I might not look so familiar. But let's unmute everybody. And just a reminder, this is way later in the year. Just to mute yourself if you're not talking to keep the call very clean. And so we'll unmute. Do you guys still say good morning? Does that still happen? Do you still like say hi? This is because we can see, most of us can see, but we have one person on the phone. So can you just tell me what you usually do? Go ahead, caller. <laughs> Who's on the phone? You can go ahead and say hello. Hi, this is Indy. Good morning. Did you say Cindy? Yeah. Cindy. Hello? Yes. Good morning, Andy. Indy, thank Good you, morning, Ronnie. Ronnie. I needed that help. Okay. Good morning. Indy, okay. Good morning. Yeah, go ahead and say good morning, everybody. I think you want to. <laughs> good morning. Good <laughs> morning. Good morning. Good morning, this is Ronnie. <laughs> Good morning, Ronnie, this is Anand. Good morning, I'm Rieko. <laughs> Hi everyone, I'm Una. Oh. And Marilyn, you, you can say hi so Indy knows you're on the phone too. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry I did, but I guess I was muted. Oh, that's okay. Can you can you hear me? Yes. I'm not, I'm not used to these earphones and this. I'm I'm visiting at my friends on Vancouver Island, and everybody's Great. in the house making a noise. So I'm trying to find a quiet spot here where I can <laughs> be in on this. But yeah, well, you're doing it. <coughs> Excuse me, I should have muted. Bless you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, great. Well, thank you everybody for coming and please go ahead and just start whoever may have a share, a testimonial or a question, any kind of share. <clears throat> thank you. And this is when Jennifer says, no one has any challenges, no one has any testimonials, <laughs> nothing's happening in your life. And it's like, we're thinking, Jennifer, we're thinking. <laughs> Well, I'll start because that's something I generally do is start <laughs> talk when people. Anyway, um, yeah, speaking of obstacles and things like that, um, I started with great pomp a couple weeks ago with trying to change my life around. I've actually made a lot of progress um, compared to where I was like a month or two ago um, with my um, spiritual practice and my health. Um, I was having a lot of anxiety and social anxiety, um, and that seems pretty much, it's kind of gone away, um, and so that's, that's a big plus, um, and I decided that I would do a daily meditation practice, and I started that on Monday, and, um, you know, some days are good. And some days are not so good as far as the result of the meditation, but I've tried to be consistent about doing them. So I have been successful in doing it daily. So I'm happy about that, and I'm trying to focus on my ego kind of goes, hey, you know, these are your weak points. This is where you're screwing up. Give up, give up, give up. And now I'm starting to realize, and I've heard from my one of my teachers is that, you know, <clears throat> that uh, that look at your look at your strongest links, not your weakest links. Build yourself on your strongest links, and um, that just I just got I just remember that right now, which is that there has been a lot of success, and my ego or the ego is trying to show me all the weakest points and build a story where it's saying, oh, you know, you're not doing this. You're not doing that. You're not feeling well 100% of the time. You're not feeling, you know, all these, you know, you had something to drink last night. You know, you did all these things that you shouldn't have done. But it's for, but I have to remind myself, and I'm reminding myself now through this conversation, is that, no, I have done a meditation consistently six days in a row. I've exercised for three weeks in a row, or two and a half, two, two weeks in a row. I've uh, done weight training for two weeks in a row. So these are very good things for my health. Um, but I'm still finding some sort of lack, some sort of feeling like I'm not quite on the right track. But a, a part of me is thinking that a reason for that is that I'm not finding, I'm not, I don't feel in tune with, I don't feel inspired as far as my purpose is concerned. So I kind of, uh, I, I told myself before I, before I went and started doing all these things, I said, you know, I, I made a list of all the things I wanted to do. 
and I hadn't done before. And I like meditate and exercise and stuff. And, um, and, and doing musical things and things like that. And I made a decision to do them. So why am I not feeling inspired all the time? I don't know. Um, I think it's because I'm not finding the right people to share these things with. Like I was going to share a meditation technique with somebody over the internet on Zoom, actually, and I was gonna. I, I told them that, hey, I'm doing this meditation technique every day. If you want to join me, join me. And she isn't able to join me. Something or the other is coming up where she's not able to join me. So I'm getting disappointed in that. And um, so I don't know what the intent is. Like, am I meditating just for myself, or am I meditating because I want to share it with other people? Um, and why is it the sharing happening in a bigger way? A part of me wants it to happen in a bigger way where there's more people I can share this meditation with. Um, so these are some of the things on my mind that, you know, it's just nice to open up and share about it. And if you haven't seen me before, I'm in Masterful Living 2, but I think Masterful Living 1, I think it, Masterful Living 2 is just an extended Masterful Living 1, really. Um, but it's good to see you guys. I haven't. I don't think I've, I've seen most of you besides Angela before. So uh, blessing. Good. Any feedback? Anything to share with Anand? Yeah, there's something uh, that I would like to share. I, I just read this week that when you have those thoughts, right, or this feeling of like, why is this not happening? Or uh, why am I, you know, what's the point? Am I doing this meditation? Am I doing it for myself? And, and so what, what I was reading was that when you have those thoughts, it's the universe or God pointing out to you where you have decided wrongly about yourself. Right? It's given you a choice to decide again or yes, that's the opportunity to look at what's the belief or what am I believing that's not true about me. Hmm. Does that make sense? Like I, yeah. I mean, it's still very much intellectual exercise for me because um, my issue is chronic pain. Hmm. And so I just have this chronic pain all the time and I, I um, feel very discouraged because I try so many things. Like I try meditating, I try doing the Course in Miracles. Doing, there's so many different things I try and I don't get the results I want and I get very discouraged. Mm -hmm. um, so just this week, I've been just reminding myself, so where, have I, where am I not seeing the truth of who I am? Mm -hmm. and, and then I think, well, wow, look at the lesson. I, I get this chronic pain to remind me in every moment that I'm deciding wrongly. And, um, and I'm not sure if, that, if I'm on the right track, Angela, or not, but um, maybe you could give me some feedback on what you think. Well, there is no track to get right, so it's just whatever came to your mind to share in response. Okay. That's completely okay. correct. <laughs> yeah, thank you for sharing that, and, and feel free to keep the thread going if anyone wants to jump in. Well, I'm Bonnie. 
Oh, go ahead. <laughs> and I have really been struggling lately with believing that uh, I have a very uninspired, uncreative life. And I can go down that path and say, wow, is this all there is? Uh, I'll even do deep desire in my heart that I would like to live a deep, uh, I would like to live a inspired creative life. And then I start going down the road and start looking at my past and start looking at all the decisions I made. Well, if I didn't make this decision, this, I wouldn't be here. If I didn't do this, you know, then I'm just full of, of, uh, uh, regrets and resentments and then I think gosh you know I really don't think I really want to be where I'm at I just don't want to be here and then I go well where do you want to be <laughs> and I go I don't know I don't know where I want to be but um, what I, re find, I really realized which was a great breakthrough this week is that I do live an inspired life and that inspired life is um, wanting to connect more and more to God, to deepen my spiritual practice. And when I start looking at that, it's like that is inspiration. That is a really deep desire of mine and has been for several years now. And... Um, uh, what I realize is that I have been given a great opportunity to practice my program. And I've been giving the time. I only work part-time, so I have a lot of time that I devote to my spiritual practice. And uh, as I look at that, I just really do feel really inspired and blessed that I have been given and I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing married to exactly who I'm supposed to be married to and that I, you know, I, I, I need to realize that, that I'm right where I'm supposed to be doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And I feel meditation is a huge part. Well, it's a huge part of my, my practice. Uh, I try to do it twice a day, in the morning and in the evening. And um, I don't know, I just think that's, that's the place where we really can connect to our higher power. And um, I'm actually going on a seven-day silent retreat in about six weeks. So I'm looking forward to that. I think that's going to be interesting. <laughs> anyway, I feel that everyone who is on a spiritual path, we've all been called to this path. That is inspiration. We're inspired to be here. And, uh, and, and we're here in the call and we're doing the best we can with where we're at and what we're doing. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Ronnie. I really appreciate what you said. That was really wonderful. Um, yeah, I feel like 
once you say that and everything, you know, I feel better. I'm like, oh, yeah, good. I've been doing the right thing. You know, I don't know why I feel like I need that approval. But it seems like when you're on the spiritual path, um, unless you have a spiritual group, uh, there's nobody to share these. There are people to share things with, but they seem more preoccupied with other things. And I keep thinking to myself, but that's not what, that's not, I, I need to participate in everybody else's lives, but they're not really interested in a spiritual perspective. So sometimes I feel like, oh, well, you know, this life is meaningless. Like, what's the point of all this? And, you know, in a spiritual community like this, then we're able to sort of share our experiences and go, oh, yeah, that's what it's about. Like, I have had glimpses and good, good, really good moments in my meditation where I do connect with the loving space. I do connect with that. But in that space, there's no ego. But then the ego comes back. And so I guess what I'm trying to say is that I want to be able to exist in that space in an inspired space um, permanently. I want to feel inspired all the time. Um, and so when I don't feel inspired, I start to think, well, what's wrong with me? What am I doing wrong? And I, I don't, I start beating myself up for things. And um, what I've learned now is that, you know, just don't give up on your spiritual practice. Don't give up on it. Like you can take a break if you have to, or if you need to, or if you want to, but don't give up on it. Try to get back on it because if you give up on it completely and you sort of lose your way, sometimes it's hard to get back on the path. So I feel like, you know, now that we're on the path and we're here, you know, just that, that that's a really positive thing. That's a really good thing. And the spiritual community is a really good place to, to be able to help encourage each other to stay inspired you know with our experiences and, and the positive things that have occurred so i thank you ronnie for for um for what you had to say that was really wonderful and una thank you for your suggestion and as far as the pain is concerned i was wanting to ask you do you feel when you say you feel the pain all the time does are you do you really feel it all the time the pain does, is there ever a break or no no Oh my goodness. It's like, it's, so it's a nerve pain. So yeah. yeah, so from the moment I open my eyes till I fall asleep, I have. Oh, okay. okay. Pretty well all the time. Mm. But you don't have it when you sleep, right? No, I'm asleep. Right, I'm good, not aware. I, I'm sure it's there, but I'm just not aware of it. Good, good, good. Well, at least, at least you can sleep. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. I hope that we can find some solution. Uh, for a lot of people, when they start saying there's a, when they start saying that I ha I learned this whole meditation technique about pain, where there was this teacher who was saying, and I, I I investigated it within myself, which was that when we say I have this pain or my pain or whatever, like Jennifer was talking about the other day, um, is that is that pain all the time? And for you, it is. So I, I don't want to. I don't want to say, oh no, you don't have pain all the time. But um, but for for me, a lot of times, like, I'll, there there's been like last week or last week or two weeks ago, I um, was going up the stairs and my knee started. I started feeling this pain in my knee, and I thought to myself, oh no, I'm getting knee pain. 
that's it for me. I'm getting knee pain. And then I remember this teaching, which was, am I getting the knee pain all the time? And is it, and have I had it before? Well, I hadn't had it before. Maybe I've had it some like once or something before. And then, you know, the pain just disappeared. It disappeared the next day. It, it wasn't there anymore because I didn't, I realized there were breaks in the pain. I didn't believe that it would continue. I thought, you know, it's here now, but it doesn't mean it's going to be here forever. And then it, it left, the pain left. So, um, so I don't know. I don't know what to say about that except what I shared. And there's some other, there are some meditation techniques that came that I can share with you. But, um, but yeah, so I just wanted to thank you for your share. <coughs> It's interesting that the thing is when, because I have this physical pain, when I add suffering to it, when I, when I get to, when I get, you know, when I get into the mind state that, oh, I have been abandoned by God and nothing's working and it's, and I'm feel very sad and all of that. It just makes, it makes the pain so much worse. Mm. But when I, when I get into the mindset of, um, you know, I, this pain maybe is the opportunity for me to discover who I truly am. And without this pain, I wouldn't even be in the Course in Miracles. Um, so when I look at it from that perspective, then I'm not adding suffering to, the, to it. I'm not adding more suffering to it. Yeah. But it, it's still so difficult to not get discouraged. Like... I get, I get very discouraged at times. So if you have anything on pain that you could share with me, I would really appreciate that. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Yeah, I can. Um, I will, uh, I, I'm on MLC, the, the group page, so I'll, I'll find a way to get that to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or you can even put it on the chat. Do we have a chat? Oh, it's, uh, yeah. it's, I have to type out the technique. There's some... Uh, Oh, but, okay. Oh, my email. I'll, let me give you my email address, and then. Oh, that'll be great. Thank you so uh, much. Then we can yeah, sure, and I'll just put it in the chat here. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Anyone, anyone else want to get in on this? Or start a new thread? Just feel free. Yeah, I just want, I, I came in a bit late, everyone, so hi. And I just wanted to say, well, thank you to Una and Ronnie and, uh, for what they said and kind of my shorthand for what Una was saying. I think it's the same concept when you feel the complaints coming up in your mind, which I do a lot working on it. Um, and when you get that feeling of why is this happening to me, just to change one word and say, why is this happening for me? And it changes so much, you know, like, and I've had it, you know, when I'm, my, 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 my teenage daughter is 
acting up or, or being really difficult or you know and I'm thinking oh god why is this so difficult and when I say to myself why is this happening for me um, then I, I, I often get an answer quite quickly you know it's like well this is developing your patience or this is you know I, I so I just wanted to throw that in there as well as a kind of a quick antidote to the complaining ego thoughts. And then I was quite interested in what Anand was saying about the approval, because it's also something that I find that I'm often looking for um, approval from other people in lots of areas, like not just um, spiritual practice, but, you know, I'm, I'm looking for external approval for yeah work parenting all kinds of things um and i found over the past couple of weeks that something that i've been trying to strengthen just talking to myself in that approving way you know like hey you're doing fine don't you know because i think like I, I get kind of anxious thoughts. Oh, this is not good enough. This is, oh no, I'm doing this wrong. And I want someone else to come in and tell me, no, it's okay. It's fine. Or yeah, you're doing great. And I think that's part of that self-love is to kind of develop that ability to, to talk to yourself in that way and say, hey, look how much progress you've made. Okay, you made a mistake there. Never mind. You know, just think that's... Um, you know, been quite challenging for me, but that's something I'm also working on at the moment. So I was interested that you you brought that up. I think these groups are great for kind of also providing that, like that external support, which I mean, everyone needs, we're all human, right? We're not islands. Yes, yes. Yeah, the, the need for approval is, is there. It's something we'd like to go beyond, but everybody, everybody, I think to some degree is, unless they're enlightened, you know, is really asking for approval. I mean, that's something I learned was that uh, we're all going around with certificates, like wanting to get our certificate signed, like good for me, like uh, good brother, good good friend, good son, good employee, good husband, and the other person is coming to you. Is also trying to get their certificate signed as well. So we're all going to each other trying to get our certificate signed. It's kind of funny if you think about it because we're so concerned about how they think of us, we don't realize that they're very concerned about how we think of them, you know? So, yeah, the support is important too because there are people, there, there are us and others also can be our worst enemies too. And one practice that I've started doing is where I, um, I talk to myself in the mirror every night, and I'm, I've taken up a taken up a sort of an intention, um, a promise to myself to do it for one year, where I just look at myself in the mirror, and if nothing comes up, nothing comes up. I just look at myself and just sit there and look and say, "Hey, do you want to say anything to my, to my in the mirror? Do you have anything to say?" And sometimes I don't have anything to say. Um, so I'm just waiting for myself to start expressing um, because I know there's things inside that will come up or want to come up, but I'm just not comfortable with myself yet to do it. So I just sort of, you know, 
because I did this process some time ago and all kinds of things came up and it was so crazy. I was like, oh my God. And, um, you know, I, it was a good practice, but now, you know, sometimes I find myself giving myself advice that I didn't even expect that I rem would remember just because I'm spending the time sharing with myself and just telling myself whatever, like, oh, you know, even complaining. Sometimes you, all you need to do is listen to yourself complain for a while, and then you get tired of it, and then it goes away. So it's an interesting technique. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'll, I can share more uh, later once uh, I get through a couple weeks of it, three to four weeks of it, and see if I start talking again. <laughs> I'll share a little bit on um, how I am trying to work with the times I have pain or physical issues in my life. Um, but, but I've been really helped by Jennifer's idea of, of using it as a divine alarm, you know, like, like it's a notification to me that I'm uh, thinking amiss. And um, so I don't have a chronic pain situation like you, and I don't want to pretend that I've got that, but I, but, I have, but I have pain in different parts of my body that are with me quite often. So, um, <laughs> and I, um, like right now, for the past, I'm not sure how long now, but my, my left foot is quite painful, and it's actually a little swollen. And I've had problems with my feet in the past. And, um, and so I... I know my thinking's amiss, and, and, and um, we're all obviously, I think, in the process of, of, of trying to get our thinking more in alignment with the thoughts of God, as the Course in Miracles teaches. So, so what I find is I'm often slipping into thinking I'm separate from God, and, or, or a judgmental thought whether it's towards myself or another person, it's all the same because we're all one. And I am, I mean, the Course in Miracles teaches us we're hurting ourselves, and then I feel the pain in my body. Um, and so it's, I'm, I'm shifting. I love what Claire shared, like, in, like, think, what's the message for me? Um, instead of staying in the pain, say, okay, the pain is an indication that there's some thinking that I need to need to correct. And um, I don't always get results like right away, like the left foot's still in pain. So, um, but I also know that I think right now I'm, I'm really in a time where I'm, um, I'm wrestling kind of with relinquishing some attachments that are painful, things I'm, I'm on an ego-based thought system level, I'm thinking I need these things, and, and it's hurtful, it's because that denies my, my real self, I, I don't need these things, but I'm resisting, um, and sometimes in my meditation, I feel like I'm ready to accept the truth of who I am and know that I am everything and I have everything and and then I get into my day and I start clinging again to oh my gosh I've got to have I, I've got to have this and if this doesn't work out the way I want it to then that'll be terrible and and I go down paths where my thoughts are um 
are are what frightens me and causes me pain. And, and so then I think of the passages in A Course in Miracles where it says, your thoughts alone are what causes you pain. And that is becoming more and more meaningful to me. Um, I'm just getting it more and more. Oh my gosh, I terrify myself with my thoughts. Why do I do this to myself? This is, I don't deserve this. And, and I realize I love being part of the group and I'm kind of what all of you are sharing because I, I listen to other people and I think that's it. That's what I do. We're all doing it and we do it to ourselves and we do it to each other where we're judging ourselves or we're judging somebody else. It's all the same because we're all one. And, and, you know, more and more I hear who else is struggling with physical pain or physical issues. And, and now in my prayers for myself, I link arms with all of you. So I didn't know you had this, Una. But, you know, I think of the other people who I know have shared they have pain. And for me, that gives me power because I think, okay, I'm doing this in, in, in a united way with the other people I know who have pain and the healing of our minds is for me and for others of you who I know are dealing with this and I feel like um, that helps me a lot because it's it's about our healing our one mind of all these thoughts which is just naturally gonna show up as um, freedom in our bodies too if um, we're using our bodies to communicate and help each other in this healing of our minds. So I will be thinking of you too now, Una, when I am um, doing my best to accept the healing that I know is really the truth. Um, and, and, and I guess I just invite us all to link arms when we're thinking about healing our thoughts and our bodies. And um, it, it, it's powerful for me because then I'm not doing it just for my little ego self. I'm expanding my whole concept of who I am to be what God says we are, which is we're united, we're all one. And um, so I hope that helps a little that's what i'm trying to do and i also like and of course in miracles that it says it's okay that we have these issues um don't feel bad about it but but we are meant to learn how to escape and get away from them so we can teach others so that gives me purpose too it's like okay well as i learn how to do this then i can help others and that that that's pretty valuable Right. If all of us figure learn how to do that and can help others, that will be powerful. So I love that. Thank you so much, Tracy. That was so beautiful, and um, it was so helpful and powerful for me to hear you talk about um, linking arms and remembering that we're all going through this together. We're all on this journey together. Um, physical pain is one of my biggest forgiveness lessons as well. So I can relate to everything that all of you have shared on so many levels. And trying 
trying everything you can, seeking, seeking healing, seeking the source of healing outside of yourself and never, never finding it. And you feel so lost and so alone. Feel like you're failing. But it's all, it's all pointing and reminding us to turn inwards for the answer. And to get out of your small self and join with all of our brothers and sisters. For the longest time, I would use the physical pain as an excuse to feel out of sorts, to have my peace disturbed, to stop laughing. to be jealous of everyone who doesn't have it, to blame all the doctors who couldn't help me. I'm so grateful to be able to let it all go now. I had a pretty big challenge this week with Um, one of the doctors that I've been seeing for a huge chunk of my life, actually. And it just became so clear to me that I was clinging to him. I was seeking the source of my healing in him. But and he's, his treatments have been very helpful at times in my life, but I just couldn't help but notice that he, he's, he says a lot of things to me that leaves me with more fear than love or empowerment. And I am totally willing to see that all of the fear that he's voicing is actually my fear that I'm projecting onto him. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I had to be honest with myself and say, this is not, this is not the doctor that I want to keep working with. Right? And of course the ego would come in and say all these things like, oh, you know, he's supposed to be a master healer, like he's cured all sorts of terminal illnesses, cancer, you know, so many people work with him and love him and he's known you since you were little and and, you know, the the part of you who wants to be a nice person wants to, has so hesitant to take distance from people when it's more helpful to do so. And, um, and I also realized that after I left his office, I just kept playing in my mind over and over again, 
how it how it angered and frustrated and saddened me to say see hear him say things that he says and how he should have not said those things how he should be more professional and be aware of what he says blah 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 all sorts of attack thoughts coming up coming up and then i realized uh i've been practicing seeing everyone as who they really are i've been practicing just accepting everyone, whatever, who, exactly as they are. But in my mind, I had made false idols of so many doctors and healers. And I had such a rigid idea of like ideal of how they should be as a doctor or healer. And if they deviated from that in any way, I would attack them and judge them like crazy. And um and so I was glad to let that go. <laughs> and then I noticed myself throughout the day and still today too, um, going back to that story and wanting to attack him again. And then before I would notice it, I would let it go, but then there'll be like a tinge of guilt about having that thought again. Like I'm not supposed to have that thought again. I'm not supposed to be judgmental. I'm not supposed to, etc. And but then Claire, what you said about talking to yourself kindly, I just sort of looked at it and said, it's okay. I see it, Rieko. You really, really wanted him to help you. You really, really just hope that he'll help you end your pain. And now you know what this was for and it's, it's, it's okay. Like I understand that. I understand why you're having this thought. I understand why you're having this judgment. There's nothing wrong with this thought coming up. The thought is not you. And it's just, um, it was a whole new way of being able to look at my thoughts, like, and Jennifer mentioned the analogy of weeding the garden, and I love that too, but it's, it's more like, it's not like the weed is, you know, just, it's like a pest that's coming into your awareness all the time that you have to, like, get rid of. It's like, thoughts are just coming like clouds in the sky. It's just coming for a reason. It's coming... It's not there to attack you. It's not there to do anything. It's just a thought. And as we give it over to the Holy Spirit, we could just kind of look at it and say, okay, I see you. There's nothing wrong with you. I just see you and I give you my blessing. And I'm happy to let you go. So... Thank you all so much for your shares today. I'm, I'm really grateful and feel so reassured that we're all going through this together. And anytime I think that it's just me, it's just me, me, me. <laughs> it's actually, it's happening in all of us. And every time any one of us has a healing, it's, it's benefiting all of us. So thank you guys.
That's beautiful, Rachel. Thank you so much. I feel very honoured when I hear you and, and everyone sharing experiences. And I mean, you're also, all of, all of the, the work that you're doing, you're also sharing the benefits with us. So thank you. And what, what came to my mind when I heard you talking about your doctor, I, I felt that you, you're, you detaching from, from the doctor was in a way um, connected with you detaching from your fear, which, and I, I can relate to the, the, um, the thoughts coming back and coming back and coming back. And I, I, I get that in waves. I don't know if this is something that you've been experiencing for a long time, but do you, do you feel that you go through periods where, where it's that stronger and then it dies down again for a few days or a few weeks? Or You mean the thoughts or the... the yeah, the intensity of those thoughts and feelings coming up and coming up and coming up and having to give them over, give them over, give them over repeatedly. And the experience I have is I have that sometimes for kind of an intense period of a few days and then things kind of calm down again. Yeah, definitely. Um, exactly how I described it's It comes in cycles. It's like a wave. You know. Thankfully, it's not constant. <laughs> we have some... <laughs> Yeah, some times of uh, restful, peaceful times, and yeah. I'm gonna go blow my nose. <laughs> Sorry, see you guys. In a I was going to share more, but I'd rather wait till Rieko gets back, so I'm going to mute again. <laughs> I'm pretty stunned. Okay, good. She's back. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> okay. Go ahead, Tracy. Okay, yeah. I wanted to share more, Rieko, but I wanted to wait till you get back because we're all in this together. So uh, I can't remember who, but um, anyway, I was recently brought to my attention another a little excerpt from A Course in Miracles that, that says um, sickness is a form of external seeking. Um, and, and so I've been thinking about that and realizing just like what, Rieko, you're describing, I've been there too. I, um, I hesitate to, I don't even want to go into specifics. I don't want to energize or empower anything that I've got going on. But um, um, I, I thought about it and I thought, yeah, that, that feels right. You know, when I, when I am um, thinking there's something wrong with my health and I'm looking for external help and um, and that's really you know to place the source of the healing in the wrong place it's um, 
and this isn't going to be all well formulated because it's not like I planned this out. I, I wanted to share that um, some of you, I, th I think I've shared in this group that I've been overseeing the care of my 90-year-old um, second cousin, Alizette, and um, she transitioned on Monday, and um, that, that's a good thing. She was very ready to go. Um, and, and I'm very grateful because though I, I, I really didn't know her well when I um, started doing this, I mean, I was like her power of attorney for healthcare, so like legally, and I'm her successor trustee. But she doesn't have much other family, and so I, I, she lives at a distance from me. She's my father's first cousin, my second, because I didn't know her well, but, but we got to get to know each other especially during my last visit, which was just two months ago, and, and bonded um, quite deeply and profoundly. And so um, I'm very grateful for that, but it means losing her hurts more. And I'm okay with that too. Um, and, and it was she, was, she was very exasperated with how long it was taking her to die. I mean, her body was giving out on her and, and life wasn't enjoyable anymore. But then right at the end, it went, like super fast and so I didn't have time to get up there and I even was um, I talked to the nurse in the morning the VNA nurse went to visit her and um, I thought she was going to tell me she had like four to eight more days and she said no she will pass today and I was shocked and so was the primary caregiver I mean and, and it just brought up a lot of um, my not readiness to let her go and um but I, I thought she'd live into the late afternoon or the evening or maybe even through the night because there's been a number of false calls of she's going to die soon. And so I decided to um, spend time in my sacred circle group, which means meets on Mondays, my time at one o'clock. And I, sh because, because I've been sharing with them and I was asking them to please pray for her, for her transition and, and for me. And then right during the group, she transitioned, and I got word when I was in the group. I, I thought there were messages coming through that were more like informational. We were counting her breaths and stuff, but it was, uh, I picked up a call, and the caregiver said she's gone. And oh, whew, um, I didn't expect that. And it went so fast, that part was really shocking for me, and so in those group then I was completely vulnerable because I just was all my emotions were right there right unguarded and and I was very grateful that um, I wasn't alone because I'm far away from her I couldn't get there fast enough as soon as I talked to the nurse I realized there's no way I can't I can't get there and um, so I was with the group and and it was wonderful because the primary caregiver was with her and the next closest caregiver, the one that had spent the most time with her, was coming on for her shift. It's almost like she waited for both the caregivers to be there, both for her and for each other. So they were together. And there was just a beautifulness about it, even though it, it, I'm tempted to think it didn't go how I wanted. I, I would have, I thought, I would rather be on the phone with them, with her, like, so she knew I was with them, and that feels painful to me, but I think actually God and made it perfect. And um, so how is this connected to my other thought? Um, yes, okay, I remember. 
Um, I, I feel like Alizette and I, when I was up there last uh, two months ago, visiting with her, knowing, knowing it was probably the last time we'd see each other, we, we talked about how we're both in a transition. And this is the part I wanted to share both with Sacred Circle and with all of you, because I feel like it's true for all of us. We're all in a transition. And a person who's transitioning out of this body and into life in another form and another realm Alizette shared about it she she because she was transitioning for a while and and having experiences and she told the caregiver who told me um you know there's this place and then there's the other place and it's not sad in the other place I'm much kinder to myself and I, I love that because of what we're talking about here, how we tend to judge ourselves so much and scare ourselves so much and, and each other and, and, and we're connected again. So if I judge somebody else, I'm judging myself and hurting myself. And so, so we talked about how we're in a transition and I feel like my transition and, and our transition is moving out of the ego-based way of thinking about ourselves and living to a spirit-based way where I'm just so struck with in myself. I want, I, I just am so pained when I have any judgment about myself or anybody else these days. And I'm grateful for that because because I, I, there's just less and less tolerance for that in me. I just, I just don't like it at all. I realize it's very painful and, and, and then I just think it's just so wonderful when instead I can just appreciate everybody, their unique expression of the divine and, and like in Alizette, I mean, she wasn't perfect. She said some beautiful things like what I just shared with you, but she had her foibles too, you know. And, and yet, in, in letting her go, I, I, I just want to focus on all the wonderful positive parts. And, 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 and I recognize when I think about her that I see her strength. I mean, she was trying at the end of her life so hard, I think. And, and she'd reached a point of, at that point in life, you're letting go of a lot. I mean, she was bedridden. She was, you, ha you have to let go of so much at the end. And, and, and I think I saw her getting closer and closer to her true self. And, and, and I saw more of, you know, the essence of her, the perfection. And that's what I want to see in myself and everybody that's really there. Um, and so um, I thought I might cry, but I'm not. It's it's been um, kind of a beautiful lesson for me. For me, it's very much all connected because my transition, just like hers, as she's talked about, she's letting go of the faults, that which isn't her, and, and that that's what I want to do. And and like in terms of Rieko, what you were sharing, working with medical people, I've done that too, and some have helped and some have harmed and. I, I just got to a point where I said, you know, I'm giving up. I don't think they know enough yet to, to help me. I, I think I've gotten to the point where I realize they don't know enough. And then sure enough, I wait 10 years and there's new information. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, now I get more information. And it seems to make sense of all my problems. And then it's incredibly complex to, to get out of it. I mean, like, 
some in the past, some of the ideas were like kind of challenging, and I think they fed my ego because I could like understand them, and then I could, oh, I could do the right things, and I could be so healthy. And now this is like it's so complicated. I'm just like, oh, forget about it. It's just like um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even want to attempt it. I, and so I'm like, I think I want to take the spiritual way. I just realize. Um, there, there's this, there's a, there's an easier way that doesn't consume all my time and my energy. I mean, I could spend my life just learning about my health issues and trying to resolve them and thousands of dollars on supplements and treatments, which I've done. I mean, I've spent so much money and again, some have helped and some have harmed. And so what about another way of um, working with my thoughts? And anyway, I'm, 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 so linking arms with Alizette, we kind of had a little pact. You know, she's transitioning and I'm transitioning. So I'm trying to do things like have the courage to let go of depending on supplements. I don't know how many supplements you guys take. I take a lot. <laughs> it's expensive. It's time-consuming. You know, I'm laying out my pills. I'm thinking, is this really how I want to spend my time? Laying out my pills. I mean, do I really think the pills are what helps me? Really? I mean, it's getting more and more, I'm, I'm getting more and more to where I can laugh at myself, right? I go, this is really kind of crazy, you know? <laughs> I think, um, yeah, so I'm not all the way there yet because I, I decided I was going to let go of them and I haven't been able to let go of all of them yet, but it, I'm taking a smaller pile of pills and, <laughs> and, um, I, 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 less and less do I believe that's where the answer is, right? Of course, Miracle says that's all magic. And it's okay. It's okay if we need to believe in magic. So I'm not judging myself. I'm like, you know, I'm not ready yet. I'm, I'm, but I'm glad I'm a little readier. Uh, my, my pile of pills is less and less other herbal teas. And I mean, I'm <laughs> like, okay, I'm letting go of some of this stuff. And, and, and I'm grateful for the laughter and Alice that kind of had that, she'd chuckle at herself. I love that about her. Um, and and um, so, anyway, that's it. Well, we are at time. Um, Sorry, didn't notice that. No, all is perfect. Um, thank you all for coming and showing up. And we'll close out with prayer and yeah, let's do that. So I'll just mute everybody in case any disturbance happens. Okay, hands on our heart. We'll take a deep breath. We are so grateful for the inspiration and the courage and the release and the claiming of the truth between all those who came to share, just really honoring those who had the courage to release fear and to speak what they're experiencing. And we see ourselves holding hands in a, in a loving circle. And we see our certificates of approval. We're holding them and we see the love of God, the angels, everybody running around to sign each other's <laughs> certificate 
saying we are so much more than enough. We are so perfect as we are. We are the love that we are seeking. We are the comfort we are seeking. We are the healing we are seeking. And so we do our very best to open our minds and hearts to let the truth really sink in and seep in to every cell of our body. So again, we're so grateful for the healing that we're able to witness in the group. And we thank Jennifer for her vision of creating such a group where this type of sharing, this type of healing can uplift us to go out and to approach the challenges that we see in all ways, in all forms of our life. Can we bring love and light to those situations and especially to ourselves as we do our very best to meet the challenges we are facing. And so we give ourselves compassion and patience. And we send each other on our way with a blessing. And we bless all those who couldn't be here, those who will listen later. And again, we bless our beloved teacher. And we say thank you and amen. <laughs> Thank you, Angela. Thank you, Angela. That was beautiful. I'm crying too. <laughs> and so, what could we be doing that is more valuable than this? The laundry? I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 God bless. <laughs>